What's happening, friends? Welcome to IGN's Unlocked podcast every week. We're coming at you with the latest and greatest Xbox news. Lots to talk about this week here on episode 380. Apex Legends, a new Titanfall universe game. Uh, Just Titan drops right into your Xbox console, and it's out. We're playing it. It's awesome. Uh, We'll talk all about that. Plus, Destin and I had a chance to go uh, play a bunch of Crackdown 3 at a preview event. We'll talk about our impressions of that. Plus, out of nowhere, ridiculous news about uh, Xbox Live coming to the Switch. You heard me correctly. Uh, All that and a lot more coming up on Unlocked this week. Ryan McCaffrey here. Destin Legary there. Bam. Hi, everybody. Mark Medina, good to see you. I've heard Destin say "bam" like five times. Is that like a thing? It's a it's thing, thing now. It's a yeah. thing now. Okay. I did it once and it's stuck. It's stuck. <laughs> I'm back, everybody. Hello. Good to see you. Yeah, Brandon Tyrell, uh, unfortunately, snowed in. Yeah, uh, north happened. of here. Yeah, <laughs> along with uh, mo- a lot of the rest of the country, it says it is cold. Mm-hmm. Even cold here. It's even cold here. Of course, there. People in the Midwest would would disagree with that sentiment. So yes, it's like I grew up in the Midwest. This is not that cold, no. but it's California. And I've it's California like, cold. Gotten used to this nice, like mild temperature just yeah. every single day, and when it gets cold, you get cold. Yeah. What's What's good is Brandon Tyrell went on a trip with like eight other IGN employees. Uh, <laughs> Our office is just yeah. empty right now. Goes down. Uh, and so yes, Miranda Sanchez. Hi. Hello. Hi. Well, let's get started. Uh, we've all played Apex Legends. Uh, the 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 cat made its way out of the bag over yep. the weekend. We went to see this. Actually, Brandon went to see it along with uh, a couple of guys from your team, Destin, mm-hmm. to see this game last week down in L.A. Respawn, the makers of Titanfall, have a new battle royale game called Apex Legends, and it just got announced and released at the same time uh, on Monday. So. Uh, it's out. You can again. It's tw- like twenty five gigs on Xbox. Just go download it. Start playing. Have fun. Reactions seem to be very positive so far. Yes, I've had so much fun. So I'm doing the guide for this. I'm trying to like play as much as I can, and it's kind of how you have to do it with battle royales. You can't just look at it like, oh yes, I know what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Just like let me learn this. And the, the nice thing is that Apex Legends has like a great level of complexity to it because it is kind of like a weird mix of hero shooter with battle royale. Um, I say that because it is so focused on having these characters. So you have eight characters, and you have to kind of form a good team around them uh, because you have to play in three in like a squad of three. Like you don't have any other option. No overlapping characters yes. either. And no overlapping right. characters. So nope. there is a level of strategy there, and like learning the nuance to each character is really important to see like how you can get out of a firefight or how to take the advantage. So it's really cool to see like these unique abilities, and of course, um, respawns like kind of emphasis on movement in this unique setting and i i don't know i'm just having so much fun yeah yeah uh the most i've heard is like it's blackout meets overwatch and that's it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty apt uh, assumption because it's it really is it's it's a first person you know polished battle royale with hero shooters there's there's eight heroes all of them have an ability that recharges fairly quickly all of them have a like ultimate their ultimate, well. yeah. Uh, but even further than that, they talk to each other. They say funny things to each other with when they're in proximity. It also feels a lot like Unreal Tournament because <laughs> they used to play Unreal Tournament back in the yeah, day. Yeah, me too. And there was those announcers and stuff like that. And that happens in this game. Like uh, I was playing with one of our tech guys, Alexio, and he kept freaking out every single time that the circle would close because on Call of Duty, it's just like you know set rep circles closing it's just like whatever right <laughs> we're on this one it's like a female announcer's voice and she's like 
the circle is closing and it's like this like announcery type thing and he's like what what what's happening and i'm like the circle's closing now. so the cool thing with <laughs> that too is that it echoes because it's like coming from multiple points of yes. the map like there's just such a great level of detail and refinement here that you haven't really seen in a lot of other battle royales at their launch mm-hmm. and so it's like really impressive to see like how they've obviously been paying attention to a lot of the criticism around other games so like with Blackout when it came out, there's a lot of issues with armor, right? And it's really cool to see how they already have an answer to what they wanted to do with that because there are items you can pick up to recharge your armor Damn. and just, like, keep it with you. Or you can, like, find new upgrades and, like, there's, like, loot areas that are higher loot or, or lower loot and it kind of tells you that, too. So, like, there are areas that are, like, more coveted because you know there's going to be better things. Right. Yep. Um, just, like, there's, like, another, like, detail that I love is that all the ammo is colored. Mm-hmm. It's not just whatever numbered rounds or what, like, you know, like the very obscure but very realistic kind of names for ammo. It's just this is light, this is heavy, this is electric, and it's, like, very straightforward, and that helps so much when you're just trying to run through these maps and pick things up. And even yep. when you when you shoot somebody, the the, the number, the color of the number, mm-hmm. or the damage indicator changes to that tells you, you know, yep. a little about them It'll as well. It'll tell you, like, what kind of armor they're wearing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, if they're wearing armor at all. And there, there's a lot of, like... Like the movement of this game is just—it's crazy. There's zip lines everywhere that you can just run and push square, and you're just like you're zip lining out of out of a battle. I also um, I like the 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 classic Titanfall sliding too. You get a nice yeah. hill, and you can there's just slide there's on no the fall damage in the game, yeah. so you can just jump yes. and do whatever <laughs> you want. Uh, but then there's like little quality of life things, like uh, something like. Uh, with blackout, you you have a K9 or whatever, and it's fully equipped. And then you see another gun. Not that you'd ever switch out the K9. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> but you see another gun. You're like, okay, I want to put all my attachments on this gun. So what you have to do is you have to open your menu. You have to hold square whatever platform you're playing on. And it drops the gun and all the attachments. You pick up the new gun. You put all the attachments on. In this game, it just puts your attachments on the new gun. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It keeps you moving. It's not a lot of just like now. I got to stand here yeah. and do inventory movement. And like when you push start while you're sprinting, you you auto run. You so, don't just have to stand there. Yes, yeah, uh, CJ Gibson was was one of our our folks that went down to the event last week, and and I did I hosted our you know we did a yeah, live stream yeah. reveal around this because we knew it was coming, um, and that was one thing CJ brought up, which was which perked my ears up because I'm I'm old and I like you know I. I I'm an old first-person shooter, competitive first-person shooter guy. So CJ said, yeah, it's kind of like the Battle Royale game for arena shooter fans. And I was like, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that sounds excellent. And when I jumped in last night, I only got – I did the training and I just did one – I only had time for one round. But I definitely got that sense where it mm-hmm. – you know, because I remember a year ago, Destin, watching you play uh, the the then pretty broken version of PUBG yeah. on <laughs> Xbox One and just seeing like – you know, there's the the cumbersome inventory mm-hmm. man, and I'm just like, I don't want. I'm That's not intimidating. Inter- I'm not interested <laughs> in that at all. And and so yeah, they've they've got a, it's it's more streamlined. So if you're I, I if you're an the, arena guy like me, I think the biggest intimidation that comes out of this one, if you're moving from blackout, is just how many items are in the game. Oh yeah, there's so many items. In yeah, this game. there's a lot of items, and I think having roles with the characters and and their abilities and trying to mesh it all together it makes it a lot more complex as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you face somebody who knows how to use their character really well or their legend as they're called, um, then you're gonna probably be outclassed because having that is such a big part of it. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. I'm being pretty quiet because I haven't gotten a chance to play yeah, yet. Yeah, I know. But, it's sad. but I did get to see Same. Stephen play a little bit and talking about the quality of life stuff that you guys mentioned. The the real subtle thing that I really, really liked is that if you get an attachment that's better, yep. it won't let you pick up the worst it's attachment. It's so good. And I'm like, that it, it why didn't anybody you, do that before? You have a better version of it. Yes. You're good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think if I could offer a bit of one bit of constructive criticism, and again, I know I've only done the training in one game, but... I really haven't played Battle Royales. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. just, for various reasons, I've just never really hopped in. Mm-hmm. And so, just hopping into this last night, I am a Titanfall veteran. Uh, I, I've played a ton of both one and I reviewed one, and obviously there was no single player in one. So, I've mm-hmm. played plenty of Titanfall multiplayer in my time. I, the, the training was helpful, but I would have liked to have seen it go a lot farther. I agree. Uh, meaning, like, so when that when I did the training and then when the match actually started, I go in with my my two other teammates. You know the squads of three, and uh, I got put in charge of the jump. So it's yeah. like okay, I jumped and sort of steered us to a spot. Uh, and then when we hit the ground, I just I was just following the other two guys around because it's like I literally don't know what to do or where to go other than like if I see an enemy, shoot them. So they're going around, go opening crates and. They were throwing down a bunch of weapons and ammo, and I would pick stuff up and hit the little D-pad to be like, hey, thank you, uh, <laughs> trying to be a little polite about it. But yeah, there's like, so many like emotes and stuff you can do. Like, <laughs> yeah. So great. yeah, like I, I, oh th- yeah, those are great. Being able to mark everything on the map. And, yeah, like, you just look at it. You yeah. tap R one, and then it shows up on the mini map. Mm-hmm. Armor here, level yeah. one. Yeah, yeah which is great. So great. yeah, I, I for for this, and I guess all all battle royales, I'd maybe love to see a little bit more. Make it optional, sure, but maybe more thorough onboarding. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of strange to say that there is no explanation of what you're doing in this. They yes. assume that you understand what a battle royale is, which is fair. But if you're like some person is going on saying, oh, this game's being talked about a lot. It's a shooter, right? Let me just <laughs> download it. And you don't under- have a complete understanding of like what that is. Somehow, if you don't know Fortnite, you know, like there's a lot of reasons why you not maybe don't mm-hmm. know the nuances of what a battle royale entails. Like you don't know what the ring is. Like what happens when we get caught outside? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. It's, it's a little weird that they don't have a step-by-step, hey, here's what this is. I'm going to play devil's advocate for you for a second. Do it. And I think there's something to be said for having you learn that stuff by playing the game more and more. So many games are too hand-holdy, and sure, I think that, they oh, I, I up completely enough. agree. But in, an yeah. optional tutorial video, like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like, if you've never played a MOBA and someone's like, here's this MOBA, and you need to learn by playing, which you do, mm-hmm. but if you didn't have, like, here are your towers, and, like, you need to go destroy this base. I played a MOBA once, and then That'd I never played it again. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. like, like I'm, I'm See, just comparing you know? it like that yeah. because, like, there's a level of complexity there that, yes, you understand what that is if you are in the gaming community and, like, mm-hmm. very involved, but if you're even remotely just a little removed from something or just don't know what something is because like there's no it's not plastered everywhere Mm -hmm. then it is hard to know that and like just having a a little bit of extra help is i think fine i agree especially a free-to-play game it's just like yeah Yeah. just have a little intro video i don't i don't fundamentally disagree with your devil's advocate position because believe me i'm i'm especially in the 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 360 year i think we've kind of rubber banded back away from it a little bit this is how you reload but yeah like i get it the 360 (laughs) era was Got very, very, very mm-hmm. handholdy to the point where it was like, come on. You know, it's just as, as instruction manuals went away, they put yeah. all this, like, okay, press, press, uh, press B to duck. Like, yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- there, there's so much complexity to any Battle Royale and certainly mm-hmm. to this one where I think, Miranda, you're right on point. It's like, I, I, I could have used an optional additional layer, whether it's like a practice match with bots. And I know 
the A, like that would have been an insane effort for Respawn to make, like <laughs> to put bots in the game. But right, some, yeah. right. I think they could see them doing like a weird, like after the fact tutorial. So at the end, like you're just done, right? You kind of go through. And sorry, I'm speaking of the tutorial. Like you go through, you kind of learn how to shoot, pick up weapons, all that good stuff. And then I could see where at the very end, after you do like the movement and very basics, like there's a place where you go sit down and like watch an intro video of like what the hell you're doing in this <laughs> yeah. game after mm-hmm. you've learned how to move, mm-hmm. and or you could just like leave. I, I think it, like having that option would be really good for like new newcomers or people just don't really know what's going on in this game or I mean, want to learn about more of the nuanced things I about guess, this battle royale in particular. I guess being able to maybe segue straight from. From the two, from the training to spectating a match would help, yep, but I that guess that cool. still wouldn't necessarily wouldn't necessarily explain everything to yeah. you. Yeah. Just drop you in you and just have die. To die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I guess I don't I don't want to get away. I can from tell the, you how to do that quickly. Yeah, some good I, I don't I don't want to get away from the point of we're we're all this is super fun. Yeah, this it game, is. This game yeah. is super and fun and it's totally free. There are definitely issues though. Like it's, ammo's been kind of an issue, but ammo management's important. Yeah, and that ammo should, is scarce. <laughs> I, I'm really interested to see how they find the balance of that because I do like that scarcity and like that. Hey, you need to really prioritize how you're using your ammo and like how you're scavenging and sharing with your teammates. Like maybe don't all have the same weapon type because that's kind of hard if you're scavenging together. Mm. Um, and I'm I'm curious to see how they go about balancing it. I know a lot of people have also been reporting that they've mostly just been finding pistols. Which yeah, I've seen a I, lot I, of pistols. I, I spoke and I was like I was like, why do I feel like every time I'm playing this game, I'm just like, <laughs> I have pistols half the game. Get good with some pistols, man. But the pistols are they're all different. They all do they, there's a I shotgun, had a shotgun pistol. pistol. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, so there's definitely issues and it's nice because Respawn already posted like a day one analysis of like, hey, here's all the feedback we've received so far. Here's what we're gonna look into next, and we're gonna keep, you know, working on this game because that's yeah. what Battle Royale. The and- the one thing I would change right now, and I, I think it's I think it's probably coming. Uh, Blackout did this as well to uh, manage server loads. There's only 60 people on the map. I don't know if that's why Respawn's doing that, but I know Blackout specifically was like, we're going to make it where there's like only 80 people for now because like server loads. This game may be designed for 60, but the map Map's is huge. enormous <laughs> for only 60 people. And I'm talking like, I'm not even square footage, but then most of the map is like double and triple levels, which triples the map size most of the time. The map is enormous for how many people yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, I in my, again, literally one game last night, you know, I followed my teammates who were level four, level five, so they knew what they were doing better than I did. Followed them around, and I didn't even pull the trigger for probably the first, I would say four, Five, maybe even closer to ten minutes before we yeah. finally encountered somebody. I would say we, a few of my games last night was just yeah, just getting super geared because we never found people. I feel like I'm just landing in like hotter zones or something because I am constantly, <laughs> You're constantly in, in the thick of it. Yeah, there's only one time when we didn't encounter someone super quickly. That's because we purposely chose to go to a corner of the map that was really far. Yeah. I could see um, maybe them adjusting how fast the ring closes to help with that a little bit because it does feel like it's it's rather long between each mm-hmm. round. So I could see well, that. Mark, do you think, uh, given the size of the map and the squads of three, and and the fact that Battle Royale has traditionally been a hundred player, that's sort of the default definition. You think we might scale? They might scale it up to ninety nine players. That's what. That's what <laughs> I'm. I mean, I guess huh? if it's squads of three, it has to be ninety nine. Like I think the map totally has room to fit a hundred people. Like this is not. This it's a very big map for. Uh, and there's a loot everywhere. There's a lot of loot in the game. You find these loot caches every time you turn a corner. So, uh, yeah, that's my only thing is, like, 
we purposely when you were when you are still waiting to drop, it'll show you a circle and it'll show you like like this is where there's like high tier loot. We just started dropping there because then it's like at least we know we'll see people. Yeah, because <laughs> we were just like we'd get geared up and then it'd be like yeah like five ten minutes and then it'd just be like man where are these guys? <laughs> where I have not heard a shot. Where is it? Yeah, everyone? I would just hear I would just hear like the 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 PA announcer be like oh the. The leader has been, or whatever, the high, right, right. The, the, the top person has been taken down. And mm. it was like, all right, well, I didn't hear or see anything. So <laughs> yeah. I'll just, just keep like, playing. Yeah, but yeah, good stuff. So Apex Legends, 25 gig download, co- totally free. It'll have microtransactions. We actually have a video. But do we want to talk about this at all? If you have stuff to say, we do have a video we can just tell people to go watch sure. that, that we shot. But um they're they're certainly doing their best to be uh, fair and not it, gross it, it about seems, them. It seems like Fortnite. It seems like if you could probably put a hundred hours in this game and never spend money if you don't want to. Yep. Or it's you good. can Very spend a ton of money. It's easy to unlock things. Yeah, they They'll have a battle contacts. pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've got. Yeah, the- it, it, like right now, like there is an unimaginable amount of skins in the game. Like if you just go to your character, every character has like twenty five skins, which is that is a they lot. They also have <laughs> different. Voice lines yes. you can unlock and backgrounds, right? And taunts. taunts and, and then every taunts for like, yeah, your your uh, execution animation, which is essentially what it is, and they're very mm-hmm. cute. I yeah, like yeah. A lot. those are weird. Yeah, you die and then they they Have you done do that? something. It's very strange. I haven't done it. I've so, had it done to me. Oh, okay. I, so you can actually get it canceled if someone comes up and attacks you. So you can. Oh, weird. Take, you can stop that. Um, good tip. Make sure you save your friends. Um, but if you perform on somebody else, I think if you do it successfully, you get an item. I'm assuming because that's what happened one time when I did it successfully and I was actually paying attention. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw a health pack drop, but I need nice. to like double check and make sure that's actually a thing. Because if it is, that's really cool. Like a nice reward for successfully being cool. So it's off to a flying start. Respawn mm-hmm. tweeted uh, late yesterday that they were at a million. Con- I think it was. I don't know if it was concurrent. But I think it was, it was, they reached a million, a million player, million like unique. That's what it was. Thank you. Yeah. And then uh, Vince Zampella, the head of Respawn, tweeting this morning that that doubled overnight. So two million mm-hmm. players. Two million uniques out of the gate. That's a yeah. strong, strong. I, I start. think it could be big. It's it's a it's a triple A first person. It's black. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say it's blackout, but it's you know, it's if you're tired of Fortnite, this is here for you. Do we know? I mean, I don't want to make it like a, a peeing contest, but mm-hmm. do we know the the like the player numbers for blackout? Like just as a oh, sort I of have a, no idea. A, context now so but two million in any context oh, great. is real good. Now the one other interesting bit about this is. Uh, some people are wondering, okay, well, it's set in the Titanfall universe, but it's not a Titanfall game because there are no Titans and there's no wall running, but it's, you know, very much feels like Titanfall. It's actually a fun random fact, I think. Pretty sure this is a fact. You know, EA's policy, their corporate thing is every EA game uses their their own proprietary Frostbite technology, which, of course, which DICE mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. and EA acquired them many years ago now. Uh, Apex Legends is the only new game in the EA portfolio that that I'm aware of that does not use Frostbite because it's the it's the Titanfall tech which is based off of Source mm. Valve's oh, right. Valve's Half Life engine. Yeah. That's that's how far back it goes, and it's really popular. Imagine that. Maybe yeah. maybe um, stop making people I know, use Frostbite. The, the, <laughs> yeah. EA, EA originals don't count because that's mm-hmm. just like the indie label, and EA just publishes those games. Those games aren't Frostbite. But I don't know. I just thought that was a little strange. But um, oh hey, remember? Um, gosh darn! Now I can't even remember what it's called. But the other game is supposed to get a battle royale. 
Um, Battle yeah, Battlefield. Battlefield. Yeah, oh, Battlefield. Yeah. Where is Fire Firestorm? Why yeah. did I remember? Like, yeah, I can't I remember Fire, what it was called. Firestorm. Forgot yeah. about yeah. Firestorm. Yeah, I it's supposed that. to be out in. I don't know when in March they had they, they. It's laid coming, out, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Firestorm. <laughs> I wonder. Did, yeah, did did EA just ca- oh, cannibalize no. <laughs> their own their own Battle Royale? I'll, game? I'll be honest. Like I kind of forgot Battlefield really Five ever timing. even came out. Like honestly, yeah, I played it like for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it, now, it's a good point though. Like now, it's true. You know, they are both EA games, yeah. and and the the will Firestorm set itself apart enough? Not saying. Like be better, just be different enough from uh, from from Apex here. To, yeah, is EA going to gonna offer look and be own... like, do we really need Firestorm now? <laughs> I mean, they can't back out of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they can't do that. But yeah, that is uh, that is an interesting one. The the one other interesting thing that came out of this was that Titanfall three is apparently not in development. Respawn's Drew McCoy told Eurogamer again at the event last week. The world thinks we're making Titanfall 3, and we're not. This is what we're making. So, you know, a lot of people immediately went to, oh, you know, Battle Royale killed Titanfall. So forget all that. Play Apex. Give it a try. It's free. But I, I believe, Drew McCoy, that it's not in development, but I think I do genuinely believe we will get Titanfall 3. Yeah, I mean, like, it it could be on a drawing board somewhere, but it's like Apex didn't happen overnight. Like, I was watching some pro streamers play it, and uh, I was watching uh, Shroud, and he was talking about how he played Apex Legends seven months ago. Like, and, like, for most of us, Apex Legends was a thing that happened on Saturday, technically. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then was here on Monday. Like, very fast turnaround for this, this, what is now a huge game. And it's like, but this has been in development for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so my my thinking is that it it will happen on next gen. And to my point earlier, I think they'll rebuild it. They'll do it from the ground up on the Anaconda. You know, the Scarlet family mm-hmm. with Frostbite. You know, because they are an EA owned studio now. So I, that's what I, I think they will at some point. You know, whether they staff up another team or you know because. Obviously, Apex will will get supported for a long time. The question, you know, I don't know how lo- large a team they need to do that, but yeah, I think I think there'll be a, a Titanfall three made in Frostbite from the ground up for next gen at some point, e- even if it's. And I do obviously, I believe Drew that that it's not in development now. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, what if I, uh, got a lot going on. what if Apex blows up? Like you, if you look at Epic, like they canceled Paragon. That's they right. say it wasn't related to Fortnite, but, but it one hundred percent was. Fortnite <laughs> is their thing. Yeah. Now. Like, what if Apex? What if it ends up becoming like this huge thing? Then, then Titanfall three probably won't happen because, of course, if you're if you're running a business and you, you've got you know maybe you were known for one thing, but then you put out a new thing and that yeah. new thing's making you exponentially more money, of course you're just gonna double down on the on the new profitable thing. Mm-hmm. No one would fault them for that, right? I so. uh, I don't think we're gonna get a Titanfall three. No. I think it's if if we do, it's going to be years away, and they probably won't call it Titanfall three. That's what I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think they're going to stick with the ti- like that linearity because it seems like Titanfall two didn't do super well for them. Like we loved mm-hmm. it, like it was great, but it just didn't 
performance people and like a lot of that was because I think the release time was just awful. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, we've been it's over like, that. sandwich between a bunch of right. big shooters. Battlefield One and yeah. what, Call of Duty. Warfare. Call of Duty and I, Gears I, came out. I think if the, if Apex turns out to have legs, and it seems like you guys are being really positive about the the initial release. And it was number one on Twitch the other day. I think we see Apex Legends support and maybe Apex Legends further be developed as opposed to begin working on a new Titanfall. Yeah. But I agree. Like, it kind of really doesn't make sense to call it Titanfall 3 because, like, Mm -hmm. Titanfall 2 is not a sequel to anything. Yeah. Because it's like (laughs) Battlefront. Like, that's it's an added campaign that was great. That's true. <laughs> but it's not a sequel to Titanfall 1. Yeah. So why call this new one Titanfall 3? Yeah. Well, at the same I all I would say is I mean it is a beloved universe and mm-hmm. like the the whole hook of the Titans and mm-hmm. the wall running and th- those mechanics are those are just too good to they leave are behind. Too good. Yeah. They're way too good to leave behind forever. <sighs> So, but well, there's something the manu- that just didn't catch. Otherwise, Titanfall the manu- 2. We'll the manufacturer still- level, the portal yeah. level, that's the stuff that only really works in Titanfall. I still blame mm-hmm. the release date. I'm just like, that I, timing I was just so bad. It killed it. Like, there was no and, player and think, base. Just- <laughs> while, while the industry is very hits driven, you're absolutely right, Destin. It's, it's, I, I love Titanfall, by the way. Yeah. I, I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah, I, just no, I, I hear you. Yeah. Absolutely. Being realistic. But, I mean, yeah. we have seen EA. Uh, Give games, give a, a series multiple chances. I mean, Dead Space went to three games uh, before before kind of petering out. Uh, even remember EA published and I don't know if they f- funded, but uh, there was a Crisis, and mm. there, there there were three of those. Mm. So I, don't know, I I maybe I'm just being gooey hearted optimist, but. I think Titanfall three will happen because I just can't, I can't allow myself to to think that the the, the, the Titanfall and wall running mechanics, yeah, yeah, yeah. are going to be left behind forever. Um, although maybe we'll both end up being right, and maybe just they've said that they, you know, Titans and wall running just didn't work in Apex. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll find a way to evolve the, those mechanics <laughs> into Apex at some point along the way. But maybe the next Titanfall will be called Apex. <laughs> You I mean, never know. You never know. You never know, but yeah. I, not not related, but while we're dreaming, I'll take a new Dead Space. Mistral's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. gone, my yeah. friend. I, I would not hold your breath yeah. on that. Burnout. New Burnout, too. Uh, Michael Sondry <laughs> just got that new studio. Yeah, we'll, yeah, talk, yeah. About, we'll talk about that in a yeah, second. Right? So. Who did he go to again? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we have it on here, so we'll have that Yes. Have uh, all right, Destin, Crackdown 3. We oh, yeah. We did at a preview event. The coverage, as uh, we teased last week, mm-hmm. went up. So, yeah, I mean, now we you know. <laughs> the, the history right. of the game is what it is. We've yeah. all been watching it for the last five years. You know, you you saw it. Yeah, the, the, years the, the multiplayer tech demo uh, playground like of three years ago. Yeah, you know, I played single player and co op at two e threes ago, mm-hmm. um, and so did all bunch of other media. And again, the impressions there were that that came out of that were were very kind of mixed and and mm-hmm. you know not necessarily glowing. So. What we I think you and I going into this were really hoping because you neither of us had seen it in two years yeah uh, or at least a year and a half and I think we both wanted we we're just hoping man hopefully this thing after all this time has come together and and will be fun mm-hmm. did it and we played <laughs> we played an, we played an hour plus of the yeah. wrecking zone multiplayer which is the whole cloud thing mm-hmm. it's it's the power of Joseph Joseph Staten the franchise creative director said it's 
that one multiplayer match with all the physics and destruction, it's, it's the equivalent of 12 Xbox Ones mm. powering that. So we played a bunch of that, yep. and then we, we played about an hour or so of Campaign. single player as yep. well. Where did you land on it? Yeah, so playing the the multiplayer, it was it was really really interesting and fun to see that the destructibility was still intact. It was different. Like you can still smash through walls and you can blow up the statues and such and and that's where we began our demo. They're just like, "Hey, here's multiplayer, just play that for a while." Uh I didn't I didn't feel like it really grabbed me though, but kind of by the end of the demo, I'm like, I really wanted to check out the campaign. Yeah. So I was like, hey, can we just go to the campaign now? And they're like, oh no, we still have half an hour left of the multiplayer session. I was like, okay, like I'll I'll keep going and check it out. So I sort of started messing around with the destructibility and being a little bit more ex- experimental. There's something there. It's 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 okay. You know, like that's the most enthusiastic I can get about the multiplayer aspect. And then the, on the campaign side, the campaign, it, it really, really feels like uh, a game of its time, like when the original 2007. came out. 2007. Yeah, when, when the original game came out, it, it feels like you're playing the original game today. But it introduces you to the world. For better world. and for worse, you're saying. Yeah, for better and for worse. Yeah. It introduces you into the world with this sort of tutorial level. Which is really weird. Like, it doesn't really throw you into the action. It kind of throws you into here's how leveling up works. You're starting over with your powers and abilities. You gotta gotta gear up again. You gotta learn how to make your cars transform. Multiple. I liked that though because yeah. they offered us at the event. Well, I don't uh, like that it's a tutorial. Like, just throw me into the action. Let me choose. Well, when you do. learn, Ryan Destin hates tutorials. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But um, I I didn't have any issue with the because they offered us. We could said we could either start from the beginning. Yeah. Start fresh, or we have some characters that are like leveled up and so well into the world and i, I did that initially i yeah. jumped into the character well into the world and literally the whole map was clear so there were no enemies for me to fight everything was peaceful <laughs> oh, no. and i asked the demoist i was like hey what am i supposed to do in this this mid-game build and he's like i don't know just live. I'm like, whatever i'm like oh, no. i'm like i just I, I don't know where to go can you direct me a little bit and he's like uh and we never really came to a conclusion. <laughs> so I'm just in this empty world with, so I went and fought. Just some take people. a walk, you know? Yeah. So I, I went to an area apparently I wasn't supposed to go in because everything one shot me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to restart it myself. Yeah. I, I restart the demo and yeah, I, we both I did the intro. from the beginning. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll, I guess I'll pick up there with you. I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you that it, it feels like crackdown one yeah. for better and for worse. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's what you're looking for and that's going to make you happy, great. Um, it, it it's not a game uh, that that I think really you know remember this game was at one point going to ship alongside the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm glad that they delayed it. That would have <laughs> been a even if it wasn't sort of intended to be a sort of X flagship. That would have been probably that would have not gone well. Yeah, had it had this been the. It's not a it's not a technology showpiece, and that's okay. So so if you're watching right now, Ryan's collecting orbs. Yeah, this right? is the beginning of the immediately. Game. There was like this gamer instinct oh, yeah. in both Ryan and I's brain where we oh, just yeah. started doing orb related things, and that's all I wanted to <laughs> yeah. do. And in fact, the enemies were just kind of getting in my yeah. way, and, and, <laughs> collecting the orbs. So actually, I will say that part of powering up your character is still intact. You're still yeah. incentivized to do that. So like, if you want the specific targeting with your gun, that's one thing I really enjoyed. Was like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to use my gun now, but I'm not only going to use my gun i'm going to kick him at the end so i power up my strength right. and i also power up right. the gun and i'm like all right there's there's a little something here yeah, i mean I, and that did get me excited. i think the campaign is i think the campaign will be the most liked mm-hmm. i think it will be the best part of the game because yeah. 
coming around to follow up on your comments on the Wrecking Zone multiplayer, it, it, yeah, it's, it was very okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I I agree. Like, we were, they they started us with multiplayer, Mm -hmm. and I did, I literally asked at one point, so uh, when are we moving over to campaign? Yeah. I I did that in a very polite way, but (laughs) yeah, I, I was, I'd had enough of that multiplayer after. It was one map. Hour. It was one map over and over again. One map for about one an map. hour and a half, two yeah. hours. It was an hour and a half. Um, which again, you know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the, the 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 thing I have like yes, the destruction works, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but my my issue with it, if you want to call it an issue, uh, is that I just don't think that destruction really added anything to the game. Mm-hmm. Meaning, it the the when you shoot through the buildings or smash through the buildings, it. You know the old, the classic old uh, Kool Aid Man commercial yeah. where he bursts oh, through the yeah. wall, oh, and it's yeah. and it's a styrofoam wall because it's a cheesy '80s commercial. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. It when you smash through buildings, it's like they're made of styrofoam. Mm-hmm. There's no, it doesn't feel heavy. impactful or heavy mm-hmm. or even that mm-hmm. tangible. It's just, it's just like you're That's- just. It's like you're just crushing. It's like just crushing bits of cardboard right so it sounds mm-hmm. more like a gimmick than like an exciting feature mm-hmm. yeah i mean honestly that was my initial impression of it mm-hmm. in, in addition to what you're describing on on my side of the experience i ran into a lot of frame issues it, See, I it, didn't. Like, oh. it was dipping sub 30 for sure and i was like oh, okay there's a lot of processing yeah. going on i kind of get it we were both but, on xbox one x's yeah we were uh on the uh, weight issue, I remember when I was blowing up the statues and just kind of watching them fall. They just kind of like fall really slowly, and it seems softly. And I'm like, I expected more of a spectacle. It's the power of the yeah. cloud. Yeah, yeah. It's gentle. Yeah. And, and again, but, so, but when well, we did the demo, yeah. when we did the demo back at Gamescom, we blew up this building yeah, three, and the building. The three top, years ago thing when it yeah, was first yeah, you were shown off. What are you talking about? And I was that? super excited about this potential right. of this tech, and and it just seems like mm-hmm. now you just smash through walls and break line of sight to break off yeah. the targeting. Yeah, and so to be crystal clear. Like, we don't hate the game mm-hmm. by any stretch, but it's. It, I'm still going to give it a shot. Right. I'm still going to play it. We all, we all, but to be clear, we also don't love it mm-hmm. so far, based on what we've been seeing so far. It's it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I I had a line written in my preview that I ended up taking out because yeah. I thought it was a cop out and I didn't think it was fair. And I and I so I I'm going to say this with just sort of that caveat is it. And I actually did see other. I went and read other previews, which I, I don't always do, but I was just curious. Hey, did, did everyone kind of – Yeah. were we the only ones that were sort of meh on this mm-hmm. or, or were other people really down on it or really positive on it? And everybody was kind of about where we were. Like, mm. you know, either some people, okay. some people really liked the multiplayer and didn't like the single player. Some people really liked the single player, didn't like the multiplayer, and some people were kind of, you know, just in the middle on, mm-hmm. on both. And um, But, yeah, what I was going to say was uh, it, it – it feels like a Game Pass game. And I, I don't say that in a derogatory way. Well, it's kind of derogatory to the game and to Game Pass at the same time <laughs> well, somehow. Game Pass is great. <laughs> yeah. But just yeah. in the sense of like it, yeah. 10, 10 years ago or even maybe 20 years ago when I was a kid, yeah. it, it's, it's like it's a Game Pass game or it feels like a Game Pass game is like, is like the equivalent, the modern equivalent of saying it's a rental. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, like mm. it's short. You're not going to mm. want to play it for more than a month. Because you can go to the store and you can buy the game for $60. Or you can, if you've never had Game Pass, get it for a dollar right. for a month. Or it's you, like, what, 10 bucks? 10 bucks a month. And you probably, if you're, I mean, if you're a hardcore Xbox gamer, you probably, you probably have already Game Pass have already. Yeah. And so for $10, you get Game Pass. And it's like, are you really going to play Crackdown 3 more than a month? 
The new Forza Horizon was on Game Pass also. It's a fantastic oh, yeah. game. Yeah, all, all, for, all first party games. Yeah. Halo Infinite's going to be on Game Pass yeah. on day one. Which is Gears bonkers. 5 uh, yeah. later this year. So, yeah, I mean, I, I got uh, most of the most of the comments I got were, were you know, just level-headed. Very, and well, very, uh, very you know, people were saying, hey, thanks for, you know, letting oh. us know. And, and you know, there, there were, but there's that contingent of people who, you know, whether they, they've just, whether they just really want the game to be good, so they I were, want the game they, to be good. So they were yelling at us, <laughs> yeah. saying, "Oh, you know, you went in already with your mind already made up, or this." And it's like, no, that's not. Destin and I went in. We played the game that was presented to us. I literally and, did not have time to take this appointment, and I'm like, I really want to see where how cracked yeah, it is. And, and you know, so it 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 was it was okay. It's yeah. not great. It's definitely Sometimes not terrible. Games are just okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, it, it's all right. And that's okay. But yeah. I wasn't. I like you, Destin. I will when the when the final copy arrives. I probably honestly, I'll be honest. I will probably unless I'm reviewing it, I will probably not play that multiplayer again. Mm. But I absolutely want to spend some a good amount of time with that single player because yeah. I want to go collect the orbs. Get all the orbs. Get the power ups. That's that's the fun. Get part, swole. So. Yeah, <laughs> but that game. By the way, that game yeah. is out in ten days. Wow. wow, Crackdown Three on, is finally on here, February fifteenth. Which oh, is like, it's one of those things. What a perfect like, day, right, Mark? I have I have no <laughs> interest in Crackdown already, and it's coming out on what is possibly the biggest game of the, the biggest day of the year. Like Far Cry, Jump Force, it. Anthem for Origin premiere members. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Metro Nothing Exodus, else. Metro. Yeah, what oh, a yeah. slow day. So many games coming out. <laughs> yeah. have, like, and I'm like, I really don't see where I'm, Apex Legends just came out. I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going to find time <laughs> for right. well, something like that. Looking for in-depth discussions about the process of making video games from the very people who actually make them? Then IGN is happy to present Starburns Audio's upcoming podcast, Humans Who Make Games. Hosted by comedian and Adam Ruins Everything star Adam Conover, Humans Who Make Games offers insight into the origins of games like Spelunky, Binding of Isaac, and more from the people who made them. The first episode will be with Binding of Isaac developer Edmund McMillan. Stay tuned for more from Humans Who Make Games on IGN, and be sure to subscribe to the show's Apple Podcast feed for new episodes as they debut. We've been, we've been yammering for a while here, and there's actually a lot more to get to, so let's just jump right <laughs> to it. Uh, this was the, the out-of-nowhere story of the week, right. and the, the tip of the hat goes to Windows Central for spotting this on the GDC panel website. Xbox Live is coming to iOS, Android, and the Nintendo Switch, and yes, you heard me correctly, mm-hmm. Xbox Live on the Nintendo Switch. This is a GDC panel description. Now, GDC happens in mid-March here in San Francisco. There'll be developers coming to town in mass to you know meet up and do panels, and it's a great event. I love it every year. Mm-hmm. And this panel, this, there's a panel with the following description that's, that's happening at GDC. Now Xbox Live is about to get much bigger. Xbox Live is expanding from 400 million gaming devices and a reach to over 68 million active players to over 2 billion devices with the release of our new cross-platform XDK. That's the development kit. Get a first look at the SDK, Software Development Kit, to enable game developers to connect players between iOS, Android, and Switch in addition to Xbox and any game in the Microsoft Store on Windows PCs. 
Xbox Live players are this is sort of the summation of the the uh, the panel here. Xbox Live players are highly engaged and active on Xbox and PC, but now they can take their gaming achievement history, their friends list, their clubs, and more with them to almost every screen. This will break down barriers for developers that want their communities to mingle more freely across platforms. Combined with PlayFab gaming services, this means less work for game developers and more time to focus on making games fun. Mm. Well, this is certainly mm. a, a shot across the bow in Sony's direction, mm. even if that's not why they do it. But mm. you know, Microsoft just doubling down on the ubiquity of, mm-hmm. of gaming across devices. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a big deal to be able to. You're going to turn on your Switch and you're going to see. Xbox. It's going to be so weird. <laughs> well, what's cool about that is if I'm playing Splatoon and I see you on Apex Legends and I'm like, "Oh, cool. Oh, Mark's on. Mark's on. He's playing. I'm going to maybe you turn just off turn my on yeah, Apex just... <laughs> Legends on your Switch and mm-hmm. well, no. Not that. No, but here's the next I can part. switch over to my yeah, I can <laughs> switch over to the Xbox. Um, but yeah, yeah so boy. games are definitely not coming to it. Yeah, don't expect games, but the sort of base layer of Xbox Live, the the messaging, the friends lists, all that stuff, uh, you can now have access to all of that on your phone, on even on the Nintendo Switch. So it's basically just extending the tendrils of Xbox Live mm-hmm. itself into other things. But it's you know this could be laying the brown, the groundwork for more later with the Project X Cloud stuff. What about a game like Fortnite where you can play cross platform? That's an excellent question. Yeah, so I wonder if the utilization is going to be more apparent there or a game like uh, Minecraft. I don't know if Minecraft uh, Switch players it, and Xbox players can they play They can. Together. They can. Yes, that so is the one game. That's really interesting because there are games that can utilize this and you can play games on the platform of your choice with your Xbox friends now. Mm-hmm. So it's like bringing, it's a bringing together of communities, which I think is excellent. And anything that like breaks down barriers for gamers is, is a good thing. Yeah, this is just phenomenal stuff. So uh, look for that to be one of the uh, – there's going to be a big line out, out of the Moscone Center to try and get into that panel. I guarantee you that if you want to get in on that to see, to see that panel, you're going to need to get there very, very early. I, I assure you. I've seen these things in person. Mm-hmm. I know how they can get. But that is a potentially just mammoth bit of news uh, for the future of Xbox and Xbox Live. Uh, speaking of the future of Xbox, E3 – is less than six months away. Excuse me? Or it's four <laughs> months away. Sorry, I didn't oh, hear any of that. Dear. I'm not <laughs> listening. Yeah. I got started on some projects for that already. It's four <laughs> months away, and it will be a big one, so saith Uncle Phil. Yes, Phil Spencer yes. appearing on Major Nelson's podcast, and he said this, this is going to be a funny three for us. There was so much news about E3 in the fall, referring to when Sony announced mm-hmm. that they would not be attending E3. Uh, what yeah, happened? I can, to your I, can typo that. I can explain that typo later. It's not. <laughs> you don't need to waste airtime with it. But um, so there was so much news about E3 in the fall. This is Phil. Quote from Phil here: We had a discussion internally. Should we go big? Should we save some money? We decided no. We're going to do our thing, and we're going to go and be as big at E3 as we've ever been. You, and you, I love that opportunity. Should have did that with more oomph. 
We decided, no, we're going to do our thing and we're going to go and be as big at E3 as we've ever been. And I love that opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, Dustin, for it. <laughs> That's how he said now, it in the boardroom. Now what? Dustin, Dustin clearly has never seen Phil Spencer speak before. <laughs> oh, not in the boardroom, but this is how I imagine it goes. Please, uh, those papers. Yeah. All right, guys. So he says... <laughs> As as for as so as for what we can expect from Xbox at E3, Spencer says, "quote I'm looking forward to this year. I right. think we're still going through some some of the internal discussions about how much long term versus how much near term we do talk about the content that we have will be great. We'll talk about our future. Well, if we had a stack of poker chips right here, I would I would pu- I would push all my chips <laughs> to the middle of the table. I think absolutely he will talk about." Scarlet and Anaconda so? specifically. Yeah, I think that this entire quote is just like inevitable. It's like, yes, of course you guys are going to make use of this opportunity. Like, yes, of yeah. course. But I well, mean, it's, yeah, it's good to hear them say it. But I'm like, yes, we will be watching, guys. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like they, when the Xbox and PS4 were announced in February and March of 2013, it was February kind of like, and May. Okay, so it was right. outside of the. I got you, I got you back. <laughs> no, that's it's, good. Uh, it was out of like the E3 realm because you're competing for so much news space, and so it's like while I think it would be crazy for them to announce their next console at E3, this is the E3 to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying I don't think they'll, un, I don't think they'll officially unveil it. I don't think they'll name it. I don't think they'll show a box. But okay. I, I think they'll talk about. I think they will talk about it with some concrete detail, meaning I think they'll say, uh, look, you know, they might even say it's coming next year, meaning 2020. Uh, I think they'll, we might get a sort of kernel of, of truth about the, about the next, about Scarlet, meaning I think he might say, we're going to be doing 4K native on every game, standard, guaranteed, in the same way that, 360 ushered in the HD era by making 720p HD mandatory on every single game. Uh, and I think we might get so much as uh, not not official gameplay footage, but I think we might get like a, a tech demo or sort of target, not a render, but like a just sort of a, a showcase of like, oh, here's... Here's Halo Infinite running on. Here's like a, a thing you won't see in the final game, but like not unlike what the thing we got last year, but maybe running in real time mm-hmm. on a on a like dev a Death Stranding kind of bit, where it's like here's it's yeah. running in just sort of in to engine, give you like a visual target chance. of this is you know here here's what you can expect from the next generation of Xbox gaming. Halo, Halo Infinite would be a great choice, but do you think they'd be so bold to be like, here is Ninja Theory's new game running on? I don't know. I mean, there's some word on the street that Ninja Theory has something for this year. So, which, which obviously, but I, I don't know if there's any truth to that. Mm. I, I mean, or just, or just any other new studios that they just acquired. I, I think next year is probably the time for that. 2020, when when they've officially announced the console, and then they just start, just start firing all the guns from mm-hmm. those new studios. But I think this year, I think they'll pick one thing. Maybe for all, maybe it's going to be Forza because car games are always oh, very, very yeah. pretty mm-hmm. things. To say, okay, well, here's what you can expect from, but um, car a car game's the safe way to go. I yeah. I, I would rather yeah. it be a Halo. I expect I think, them to be pretty. Like yeah. I know what I'm going to get whenever you're going to show off a car game. Like I just yes. you have set the precedent there. Show me something different. Well, and it's like you know Forza's coming. 
You like yes. you know there's going to be a new Forza. You know there'll be a new Forza next year, Horizon Five or whatever. It's like yeah, it'd be great to be like yeah. Don't make Forza your 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 console seller. Make it Halo Infinite. That's the thing. They, I mean that they kind of did that with uh, they used Forza for the Xbox One, mm-hmm. Forza Five, and it's not to say that was the wrong move. You know there were <laughs> there were a lot of moves we've been over a million <laughs> times with that, but. Now, I agree with you guys completely. Like, a car game is the safe way to go. Yeah. Like, show me a, a next-gen, like, non-car game experience. I feel like you want that moment that I'll, I'll call it the Death Stranding moment where, oh you God, know, we're right. all in the war. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're all in the war room, right? Like, they show, the, they show Forza going, right? You, conversations are happening and people are watching the trailer. And then, and then but if you guys remember the Death Stranding reveal silence everybody's just watching to see what this is sure but i mean like it's this it's this beautiful thing yeah being ran and it's saying it's being ran on ps4 and you know it's not really the case but it's like i'd love (laughs) (laughs) i'd love for it to be like this like this this quiet moment where it's like we're gonna show what these next games can look like and i don't want that to just be a car game because the second a car goes on conversations start happening and people start talking to the Halo Infinite point of, yeah, uh, I think it needs something like fun. Halo. I think <laughs> well, everyone is just gonna be like, <gasps> you remember, you remember in the teaser, the Slip Space Engine teaser we got last year, uh, the end of it was, you could just you just saw a helmet, a hand mm-hmm. holding mm-hmm. a helmet. Well, if they're gonna say if if they do more this year and say, all right, all right, here's visually, here's what you can expect from the new Xbox, and that's when you could unveil the new, totally new Master Chief design. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like real time rendering, mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. so why Chiefs the way I would go? Yeah. Do they open with that or do they close with that bong close. that tone? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like yeah. oh, and one more thing because last year was crack uh, not crackdown cyberpunk. It was yeah. cyberpunk, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, and that, that was, really was a big moment. Like oh no, what's happening? And then like I loved how they presented it. Actually, yeah. the, uh, the I cyberpunk say close because then once we go live again with the post show, yeah. You always, the best moment is when everybody is just like, what did we just see? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk. All right. About it's like, it. okay, yeah. who's crying? Excuse <laughs> <laughs> uh, me. Who's going to be at this year? <laughs> me. That's it. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So Phil's saying that uh, we can expect some big stuff at E3. All right. Uncle Phil. Inside Xbox. <laughs> yes. Uncle Phil. Inside Xbox was today as we recorded, and we got a couple of new announcements. Not an earth-shattering thing here, but a thing that makes a lot of sense. Microsoft Game Studios, Mm -hmm. the collection of, you know, all the now 12 first-party studios. Microsoft calls it 13 with their global publishing team, but I don't think global publishing team makes games. So I'm going with 12. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, you do what you're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to (laughs) do. But they are rebranding to Xbox Game Studios. Makes sense. Makes Mm -hmm. makes sense. I like that. Exactly right. I like that. Microsoft, yes, we're aware you're owned by Microsoft, but this is Xbox. Let's talk Xbox. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you've got – it's 343, the Coalition, Compulsion, the Initiative, Inexile, uh, Mojang, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, Playground, Rare, Turn 10, and Undead Labs. That is is a lot of (laughs) first-party talent now. Mm-hmm. It's great to see. And the head of studios, the head of Xbox Game Studios, Matt Booty, saying, quote, As we've expanded our focus beyond the console, the Xbox brand has also evolved from its original roots. Today, Xbox is our gaming brand across all devices, no matter how or where you want to play or who you want to play with. 
In that spirit, I'm pleased to share that we are changing the name of our game development organization from Microsoft Studios to Xbox Game Studios. And some new Game Pass games on the way as well. Mark, what do we got in there? We have Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It's a new game. Walking Dead Season 1. That's a... If you didn't play that... It's very cool. Oh, yeah. It's a backwards compatible I 360 game. <laughs> I've never, oh, you didn't finish I've Season never. 1? I spoiled, so oh, I didn't I've, care to I've finish never. it. Oh. I mean, it's like the most obvious things to happen. Wow. So it's just kind of like... I'm, well, not, okay. I'm not a Telltale boy. If you never... So, yeah, that, that I is never, still, I never even finished the first episode. Oh. Uh, the, the first season is the only one you need to play, in my opinion. Okay. It's yeah, I mean, it is yeah. the best, and it's it's possibly the most emotionally affecting game mm-hmm. I've ever played. Yeah, personally, just for me. Me too. Uh, uh, pumped BMX Pro, which I've never even heard of. I have to confess on it's that one. Good workout. Deblob. Deblob is Deblob actually really good. a fantastic game. It's a colorless world, and you're a blob of color, and you can bring color back to the world. It's it's. It's actually uh, has a little bit of a special place in my heart because sounds I, like my everyday life. I studied it in uh, college. Nice, oh, it is nice. really good yeah. too. It's a good game. Uh, Batman: Return to Arkham, which is Asylum and City bundled together. Yes, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, <laughs> uh, which is the what? Like, it's like the, the 60 frames yes. version because it was an ex- originally Xbox 360. Yes, and then and then of course Crackdown Three when it mm. comes out, which makes Rise of the Tomb Raider is already on there. So now. It's the entire at all the entire Luddington universe is <laughs> that's what we call it. Yes. <laughs> is now on Game Pass. Which is cool. Because those games are awesome. Yeah. I still need to play uh more than I'm only two hours into Shadow Aww. to keep going on it. I had a lot of fun with it. I haven't completely finished it, but I got time. Co- collectibles hold you up. Yeah. <laughs> Rise, that's the problem with Rise, hard to break, man. right? Like, there's so much yep. to stop you from from like progressing in that game <laughs> rise is so good mm-hmm. so good I, I again <sighs> i'm so happy to have voted for that for game of the year in 2015 sad it didn't win yeah but it was a great game yeah i really like the first one too and then you've got of course as we mentioned earlier crackdown 3 coming into game pass yeah. on its launch day it'll be here uh next whatever friday i think that is and then finally, from Inside Xbox, friends are they got a friends play free thing in Sea of Thieves. So, for the week, as this quote from Microsoft, for the week between February sixth and the thirteenth, so that's starting tomorrow or maybe today, as you're listening to this, everybody who owns Sea of Thieves or who has played it through a current Game Pass subscription will be able to invite up to three friends to try the game for free. If you'd like to share the gift of adventure, simply visit seaofthieves.com/friends-play-free. Grab your free codes and send them to your friends. It's quick and easy. Plus, anyone who redeems a Friends Play free code will receive a 35% discount when they buy the game digitally on Xbox or Windows uh, for the rest of February. And then they say, they tease something here too. To get players even more excited, we'll have big news to share on March 20th, the one-year anniversary of Sea of Thieves. So stay tuned then for what's revealed is this copied from a press release yeah <laughs> love it <laughs> they'll receive a 35 percent discount when they buy sea of thieves <laughs> not if <laughs> i love He's it so i love it hey you gotta you gotta think positive no i love sea of thieves i think this is great like sea of thieves is so different already from launch that it's like it's another game I want to get back into. Yeah, uh, I just put up a list of all the games that I'm responsible for keeping up for either for work or just because I'm interested in them, plus other things I do. I'm just like, gosh, there's so much to play right now. Like, it's yeah. just crazy. There's like, a lot. Why is it so busy? Like, what it's a time great. to be alive. Wow. 
Uh, yeah, I do want to go back to Sea of Thieves. I had so much fun in there. Me too. I'm going to check like, it out. I, like I saw sure. that, that night we played, yeah, just the two so of fun. us in the sloop, and mm-hmm. like through the storm, and our compass <laughs> was spinning all over the place, and I was like, wait, no, go here, go this. Uh, that was such a great, I had such yeah. a great time. That was so much fun. have to do I, it again. We will. It was a work night, and uh, we saw... Uh, Rest in peace, Fran Mirabello. Play. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, you know my rule: if they don't work here anymore, dead. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, me and me and my wife had been playing like all day, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you guys want to come play the game with us?" And we stayed up till like three in the morning, wow. and got yeah. up and went to work the next day. That's great. It's <laughs> a good game. It's a good time. I always good like stuff. it when they do these sort of like you got some codes and I'll share them with your friends and invite them mm-hmm. to play. It's kind of like a nice excuse to get back in, especially if they're friends who are interested. Yeah. Or maybe weren't. It's like, well, it's for free if you just want to check it out anyway. Yeah. It's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially one year later nice. with all the the dozen literally dozens of updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. for sure. Good stuff. Uh finally this week, interesting news. 2K, 2K games, they've started a new studio. Uh Michael Condry, who mm-hmm. was here uh, a while ago, Condry is a. Uh, he was at Sledgehammer. He co-founded Sledgehammer as well as Visceral. We we're talking yep. about Dead Space earlier. Yep. So he's uh, he has got a new studio for 2K. No name for it yet. It's just going to be here in Silicon Valley somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's he, he's so. If you're a fan of Dead Space and the the Sledgehammer Call of Duty games, which was Advanced Warfare and World War II. Mm-hmm. Connery's going to be cooking up something new. He says, "Great games come from the passion of a team driven by the pursuit of quality and the empowerment of an individ- uh, pardon me, independent studio model. 2K Studios have creative and technical autonomy, backed by a world-class infrastructure of support, and that offers the perfect recipe to build a new studio and craft experiences that will lead the next generation of gaming for fans everywhere." Uh, David Ismailer and the dedicated people at Take- 2K and Take Two have an extensive history of rich and established brands as well as their long tenure of, ex- of executive leadership committed to supporting the ambitions of their independent studio teams. Today's announcement represents a rare and special opportunity for developers to help build and shape a new Silicon Valley studio from the ground up. I couldn't be more excited or thankful to embark on this next step in my career. So, uh, hey, love seeing a new studio, mm-hmm. new stu- especially under one of the big publishers. You know, we don't get those every day. New IPs. New IP. Yeah. Scary know. games, please. I want more scary games. <laughs> I was I just mean, thinking, there's like, there's not that many. We got Resident Evil Two, and like mm-hmm. everybody loves it. And it's like, yeah, I want to see more competition in that space. Yeah. Well, I think he, I think it's totally like feasible too, because it's like you have Dead Space, mm-hmm. and then they go on to make, uh, you know, Advanced Warfare, but then World War Two, and World War Two Zombies yeah. mode was like the first time in a long time that that Zombies mode was actually kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So it's totally in his wheelhouse. Little, little, uh, little insight, but like. Glenn Schofield not going with him? That's I guess a, not. A little, it's a little, mm. a little strange. Yeah. It's fine. Well, I'll have to do everything together. <laughs> <laughs> but it would been, have been cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess they've been together for a long time, but yeah. no, no longer it seems. But um, yeah, so Connery was in here way back. If you look up Unlocked 163, either on iTunes Ooh. or on uh, if YouTube, you just search Unlocked Michael Connery. He he sat here with me, or actually, it was in the old other crappy little room that we used to be in, and just told sort of his career life story, kind of the pre unfiltered days. Mm-hmm. And he he was like a marine something. I think it was a marine biology major, and talked about like summers in the Caribbean and having a really good time in the Caribbean. So I, I got to spend like half a week sitting pretty much right next to Michael Condry. 
he's awesome. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a character, and I like him a lot. He's great. Yeah, so we will see what, uh, what 2K and, and Connery cooks up over there. Uh, I'm sure whatever, obviously whatever it is, it's not for Xbox One or PS4. It's for the future. So we shall see. All right, we are, boy, we're totally out of time. I'm going to, let's see, let me save Loot Box for next time. Let's quickly do trivia. Uh, John from Des Moines, Iowa. What Hollywood music composer assisted in the main themes for Fable and Fable 2? I happen to know this. I'm a big Fable fan. I remember Mm. this from back in the day, but I wonder if you guys do too. Mark, your chance to get on the board. It's early in the year, so you So Hollywood music composer worked on the theme for the first two Fable games. Was it Harry Gregson Williams, Hans Zimmer, Danny Elfman, or John Williams? Anybody know? No, I'm going to go with Hans Zimmer just because back then he was doing a lot of video game stuff. He did okay. Assassin's Creed. He did uh, Call Battle of Gear. Duty. So I'm going to go with Hans Zimmer. Destin? I'll go D, John Williams. Okay. I have no idea if I'm right. Miranda? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to be different and go with C, Danny Elfman, which I don't think he would, but his style is kind of quirky, so I could see him being potentially interested in Fable. Hmm. But it's kind of Danny Elfman scored uh, Batman, Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah. A, lot of action, a lot of Tim Burton movies. A lot of, yeah. And Miranda's thinking right on point, it was <laughs> Danny Elfman. I was just like, his style nice. would fit Fable pretty yeah. yes. well. So, yes. For some reason, hey. logic right there. For some reason, I thought he was the guy that did all the Toy Story songs, and I was like, no, that's not him. What? Yeah, that's Randy, Randy Newman. Newman. Randy Newman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that wouldn't work in this game. But that was my original <laughs> guess. I should have stuck with it. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right. If you want to uh, send us a trivia question, send it to unlocked at IGN.com. I need uh, a question for multiple choice answers and note the correct one in your email, please. And we'll play again next week. Brandon snowed in, missed out. Nope. He could have uh-huh. had that one. So. It was planned. <laughs> no, I didn't win him any points. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, let's get out of here. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, no unfiltered this month, sadly, because I got sick the day that my guest was here and they're from out of town. Some few people have been asking me. It'll be back. Uh, I'm shooting one in February in Vegas, actually, at Dice. coming. Cool. Up. So it'll be a remote shoot. So it probably won't post until towards the end of February, but it will be back. Uh, check out our Crackdown, Destin and I's Crackdown 3 coverage on IGN. Oh, it's mostly you, let's be honest. I did two Let's Plays with Ryan. <laughs> you did all the work, dude. That's, you, yeah. that's, you're part of the team. All right. It's all good. <laughs> Destin? Yeah, so normally I would use this time to talk about Twitch. I always stream on twitch.tv slash Destin channel. Uh, yesterday, something something uh, happened yesterday that doesn't impact a lot of people on this show, but uh, ScrewAttack.com shut down. It's a website where I kind of got my start. I was just making videos on the internet, making a new show. Nobody had really done that. They hired me. I did hard news. I created the Armory, and uh, uh, that brand is gone, so... I guess I'll just take the time to thank uh, anybody who watched me on that platform and the, the, my friends who are still there for, for taking a chance on me and helping me get where I am today. And, uh, yeah, it means a lot. And just thank you to everybody. Love it. Mark? I love Screwtech. Follow that. Um, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Mark underscore Medina. Uh, I'm not – like, it's there's nothing really to plug. Like, there's just so much going on right now. It's basically fall already again. Um in the sense of just like every week there's 
Dan Stapleton's giving us new games and all this stuff. And there's so much going on. So nothing. There's just just come to the website and watch all the stuff we're making. <laughs> Miranda, take us home. All right, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HavocGrossons, Havoc with a K. Um, right now, I am bouncing kind of off Anthem for just a little bit since the demo's done and moving over to Apex Legends to work on that guide. Um, so I'm sure I'll be working on some other editorial stuff as well in the coming future. But for right now, I'm just very guides-focused and trying to make sure that we get everything covered. We appreciate it. Yeah. Fantastic. This was Unlocked 380, and we'll see everybody next week.